0: Is that weekly cheat meal ruining your weight loss progress? Part one by Landon Poberin with markfisherfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there. Happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome to another edition of optimal health daily where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now today is Wednesday and I like to share a little bit of inspiration with you every Wednesday. So here we go. Quote, with the new day comes new strength and new thoughts. Eleanor Roosevelt. Now, today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate. So I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one as we optimize your life. Is that weekly cheat meal ruining your weight loss progress? Part one by Landon Poberin with markfisherfitness.com. Your diet should never have so much power over you that you feel like you're cheating. But we can't escape that fact that depending on the quantity and frequency of your indulgences, you might be stalling or even setting back your weight loss progress. Here's what to look for. When did we start classifying eating certain foods as cheating? Cheating on what? Your diet should never have that much power over you that you feel like you're cheating. Food is fuel for our body. Food is social. Food should be enjoyable. If your diet has you lacking in all three of these areas, I can understand why you might feel like you need to quote-unquote cheat. But do you realize that the quantity and frequency of these indulgences might be stalling or even setting back your progress? Forever dieting. I see it time and time again in so many different scenarios. Sometimes an eating plan is too restrictive resulting in cravings too intense to hold back from a cheat meal. Sometimes, cheat meals are planned with alarming frequency, and sometimes the plan is just missing the mark for your needs. Outside of the impact on your weight loss progress, cheat meals can leave you in a forever dieting mindset. The cycle looks like this. We decide to embark on a weight loss journey. We diet all week, but then overeat on the weekend. Then we restart the following week. Diet hard all week, crushed it, hashtag no pay no gain, then overeat again on the weekend. We end up suffering from all the suck that can come along with dieting and psychologically we feel like we are dieting. But at the end of the day, we might not even be in a caloric deficit. Don't let this be you. Can one cheat meal ruin my whole week's worth of deficit? Yes, it can. Here's an example to demonstrate how easily this can happen let's take our imaginary friend Joanne, whose estimated maintenance calories are about 2,300 calories per day. She has decided to embark upon a weight loss journey. Her estimated maintenance calories are about 2,300 calories per day and her recommended intake to help with fat loss is about 1,800 calories per day. Here is her week. Monday, consumed 1,835 calories. Tuesday, 1,870 calories. Wednesday, 1,790 calories. Thursday, 1,805 calories. Friday, 1,785 calories. Saturday, 4,500 calories. Sunday, 1,810 calories. Weekly average, 2,200 calories per day. Whoa, what happened on Saturday? This, consumed one bacon cheeseburger, about 920 calories. Also, one large order of fries, 1,314 calories. Four beers, 600 calories. Full meal, 2,834 calories, plus the rest of her day's food equals 4,500 calories. Now, we've all been there. Some plans even include weekly cheat meals, and by the numbers, Free reign for a meal can easily be taken to an extreme that impacts your weight loss progress. Sucks, right? No one said dieting is easy. Making adult decisions. But don't worry, this doesn't mean you can never eat another burger or have tasty food again. It simply means you need to recognize the consequences of the choices you're making and compare them realistically against your goals. I like to call this making an adult decision. Sometimes these choices are completely valid. For example, when it's my wife's birthday, we're going to a nice fancy dinner and having some yummy drinks. I will likely overconsume calories. Is this okay or not? For me and my current goals, I think it's perfectly fine. I'm totally at peace with breaking or maybe even go up and wait for the week if it means I get to share this celebration with my wife. Do you remember a time when you didn't actually care or even think about these things? We might be physically healthier now, but we were mentally healthier then. Let's work to maintain or improve our current level of health, but bring ourselves back to a mental state like before, when we ate food and didn't stress over things like diets and calories and carbs and fats. Here are some action steps you can take the next time you're faced with the option of whether or not to indulge in a cheat meal. Step one, set your goals. If you don't have a clearly defined goal, it can be difficult to have a reason not to indulge in that cheat meal. We'll use smarter goal setting to define a goal, where the S in the acronym SMARTER means specific, getting all your arrows pointed in the same direction. M, measurable. Track your progress as you go so you know if you're successful. A, actionable. What behaviors do you need to adopt to achieve this goal? R. Risky. Your goal should make you slightly uncomfortable but not be delusional. T. Time-keyed. Achievement-based goals have a clear finish line. Habit-based goals are tracked via how often you do them and your time streak. E. Excitement. Your goal should be personally important and inspiring. And R. Relevant. Your goal must align with your given circumstances and lifestyle. Once your goal is set, dig deep into why this goal is meaningful to you. Ask yourself the five whys. Why is this goal important to you? Because, and repeat five times. Once you've discovered why this goal is truly meaningful, you'll be armed with the deepened reasoning behind your choices. When you're faced with a difficult decision or temptation, revisit your why. The a and the two R's in smarter goals are very important. While your big goal, or big kahuna as I like to call it, should make you feel a little uncomfortable, you want your daily actions and habits to be right in your wheelhouse. These daily practices you execute to achieve your big kahuna should be within your comfort zone. Lastly, your goals must fit your circumstances and your lifestyle, not the other way around. Consistency and adherence will always win. If you try and bite off more than you can chew, pun intended, failure may be imminent. If you are a single working parent, for example, it may not be realistic to try and go to the gym five times a week. But going once or twice and getting in a workout at home may be something you feel confident with. So start there. No step is too small. Build a solid foundation and then expand from there. Always ask yourself how confident am I on a scale from 1 to 10? That I can accomplish this. If you're not an 8, 9, or 10, you need to break this goal or habit down even smaller before creating your plan. Step 2. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part 1 of the post titled, Is That Weekly Cheat Meal Ruining Your Weight Loss Progress? by Landon Poberin with markfisherfitness.com and I'll be right back with my commentary. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dr. Neal here for my commentary. Today's author, Landon, mentioned that there may be times when they go over their calorie goals when it comes to, say, special occasions. Landon then asked, is this okay or not? Landon said that according to their goals, yes, it's fine. Even if your goal is to lose weight, usually one day of going over your calorie goals won't lead to any permanent weight gain. That is, unless we let it. That means that if one day of going over calorie goals turns into days and weeks of going over calorie goals, then that's going to lead to weight gain. But if it's one day and that's it, it stops there, then try not to stress too much about it. Instead, enjoy that day and then get right back to it the next day. And that'll do it for today. So thank you so much for listening and we'll finish up the rest of this post tomorrow. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.